This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. Well, two of your favorite Double Tappers. Hello, everybody. I am Marco Flalo sitting in the hosting chair for a, uh, a traveling Stephen Scott. I guess so. Uh, Next to me, Sean Brice. Welcome to the show. Nice rolling of the eyes there, Mark. Hello, good to be here. A traveling Stephen Scott. I like that. I know. It's uh, he actually called us right before the show started, and uh, the second we asked him what we should talk about, he started suddenly was in a tunnel. I don't know how yes. that works. That's amazing how that works, isn't it? I know, especially as he sat on an armchair somewhere in a living room. I don't know where that tunnel came from. It's funny. He was um, he was less than helpful. Let's put it that way, Mark. I, I, where I'm where not, is he not exactly? Oh, he's in that there, London. That's what it'll London. be, you see. As soon as he gets in London, he acts like a Londoner, and it's just basically rude. Oh, is that how that works? Let's not go there because... Uh, oh, yeah. Hello, London. We love you. Short. Hi, London. We love you, <laughs> London. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, what are we going to talk about this week? We have no idea because you know we were supposed to make a special announcement this week, but we decided that we're just going to pretend. We're not going to pretend. We're not going to give you the special announcement until next week. So we're going to tell you that we're going to give you a special announcement next week, and we're not going to tell you what it is. We're going to make you wait. Well, hang on. Why did we even mention that we were going to make a special announcement if we're not going to make it anyway? We could have just not so mentioned I shouldn't it mention it. No. Oh, I shouldn't have mentioned it because now they, now they know they're expecting something. Well, we could always ring Stephen, and Stephen could make the special announcement over the phone. No, he, if he's not here, okay. then he's right. not going to partake right. in the show. Okay. That's how this works. If you're not going to be present, then for me, mm. you don't really exist. It's like if a tree falls in the forest, yes. Sean, yes. does it actually make a noise? Um, it does when I fall over it. So, yes, I don't like forests. Okay, but if you're not nightmare. there, if you're in your shed and a tree falls in the forest over there... <laughs> doesn't make a sound. And if so, how do you prove that said sound is made? Oh, Mark, you are so deep. This is what the show's missing, a bit of philosophy. <laughs> oh, God, is that what it's missing? Oh, my God. Can I say, um, just uh, talking about you leaving. Say whatever you'd like. Thank you. Yes, I, I, I just yes. want to say WhatsApp. There you go. No, WhatsApp. So my fa- how good is WhatsApp? I don't think it gets enough uh, uh, applause. I think it's fantastic. Praise? Well, maybe not praise. I'm going to stick with applause because I said it. But uh, no, as a as a multi-platform, right? As a, as a uh, agnostic, platform agnostic, I think it's one yeah. of the best apps out there. Uh, it's the only app that I actually talk to my rest of my family on. As in, actually, my mum and dad and uh, the kids, everyone is actually on WhatsApp. That's the one thing, you know, because not everyone's got an iPhone and Android has yet to well, nail... Well, I guess that's their purpose, right? That's why they came out. When the, when iPhones first came out with iMessage, WhatsApp kind of emerged in the market pretty quickly as it an did. alternative for people to to message cross-platform. And no one's really beat them, really. No one's really – I mean, you'd be surprised. I, I'm amazed that Apple is still so shut down as they are. I think yes. that they, they would embrace it, to be perfectly honest. Like if, if you're such an – open company and you want to you know let everybody come on board why wouldn't you make either an iMessage app available or just just somehow make it compatible i don't know buy whatsapp that's a good idea buy whatsapp yes mr zuckerberg someone did facebook yeah yeah Yeah, he wouldn't mind would he but you know that's funny though too is that facebook buys it or meta buys it and doesn't block it out from certain people which is quite impressive well i agree with you i think it's a great app it is. And let me just say this from the VI angle as well. I mean, accessibility is great. Not so much on the desktop side app, but it's still usable. But on the uh, iPhone app and the Android app, absolutely fantastic accessibility. I just think it's it's such a cool app. Just being able to, you know, I've got a family group. So, you know, oh, I'm late at work or whatever. It's just so useful for that. And it doesn't matter if they're on Android, I have to worry about that. But I did recently read that there is an update coming. And one of the... Oh, really? uh, one of one of the features is you're now able to leave a group silently. 
So oh, what... that's so nice. <laughs> so he'll no longer say to everyone else, Sean's leaving because he thinks you're Sounds all really bye -bye. boring. Yeah, you're all nuts. You're all nuts. You're all <laughs> harassing him. How many times have I left a group because people are just too annoying? Um, I, you know what? I agree with you. I think it is definitely an underrated app. I don't use it as much because I find that <gasps> a lot. No, but it's a lot of people around me are mm. iPhone users. Like I really oh, like wow. it's. It's. I don't. I don't like being friends with people who aren't <laughs> iPhone yes. users. No, you and Steven. So, uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, but uh, I agree with you. Snobs. I, I, I agree. With you. There are people. Lots of people. I'm actually looking. At my, I'm looking at WhatsApp right now, and it is quite. It quite is quite a brilliant app. Just the way even it finds your contacts and. Shows you who's on there and just immediately makes you available. I like it. I'm going to start using it more, I think. Well done. I've converted you. Good for me. And it's funny because we had that scare. How many months ago was that where it's all, you're, oh, no, you've got to, what was it? Something to do with privacy. And everyone's going over to Telegram and Telegram got lots of, you know, new users because WhatsApp is now, I can't even remember what the privacy issue was. It was but, something to do with Facebook or Meta and their privacy policy. Something to do, of course. But it, it was only yeah. to do if you were talking to a business, actually. It's nothing to do with if you're talking to you know, a family member or a friend. It was only when you started interacting with a business, then Facebook had access to whatever it was. But, you know, soon, give it a few months and everyone comes back again. They realize, you know, actually, I don't mind because WhatsApp is just so convenient. <laughs> Do you use it for more than just the, the text chatting? Do you use video chat or audio chats? Or We do. I, look, I use WhatsApp. WhatsApp is fantastic when I get lost. I do a uh, – I go to the family group that we've got going on called Us, and I just – Someone come get me. I just do a group <laughs> video call and I just hope someone answers. Where am I now? Mayday. Mayday. Which, yes. Mayday. <laughs> it's exactly right. But, I mean, again, it just works – so well it, it's just fantastic yeah, no, it is pretty I, good. I, I use the uh as as with steven and others we, we use the uh audio messaging the audio messaging works really well so it's like using a yeah, walkie-talkie or whatever fantastic so uh yeah i know it's got a lot of as i said a lot of um grief recently because of its privacy issues and whatever and yes you do need to be aware of them i think sometimes they are played up more than they actually are uh but you got to recognize it as a, as a communication app. I actually don't think there's anything close to it. All the ones you that know, Google uh, brought out, the duos and whatever else, yeah. they've all nothing. But WhatsApp, amazing. Now, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not an Android user. I haven't used Android. <clears throat> excuse me. I haven't used Android in a while. Stuck in your throat, correct, the word Android. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know. <clears throat> Android, Android, Android. Okay. <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong. Now, on an Android device, do your messaging apps all group themselves into one kind of messaging pane if you want them to? Oh, actually, I don't know. In uh, Android 12, wasn't it the, the whole bubbles thing? Wasn't that part of it? And it didn't matter which app it was? Well, you know, remember, remember on iPhone when I think it was iOS 14 or something where they started giving uh, opening up the phone API, not really the phone, like making phone calls, but making it so that in your recent phone history, if you missed or, or really received a call, it would look very familiar in that phone kind of vein. So if yes. someone WhatsApp you a phone call, video or, or audio, it shows up in your recent calls. So it's kind of seamless. In it the does. Way it yeah. With the device. But yeah. messages don't do that. No, you're right, actually. You're right. And you see, even that, would, that, would be, that would be cool. Like, so, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it would be cool if just in messages, you open messages, and it showed you all your messaging apps, or if they support it, obviously. That way you're not going back and forth between apps. That's what I find a little bit annoying about it. Man, that's a really good idea. It's something I never really thought about, but you're absolutely right. Because even if you get a call from um, Lady A smart speaker, the Amazon smart speaker, it shows up in my miss, missed or recent calls, I think. How did that happen? That's really cool. But you're right. They opened it up. Yeah. So, yeah, messages would be fantastic when you think about it. Just one central place where you could go through. That'd be cool. Well done, Mark. I mean, I mean, you basically have your iMessage and your text in the same place, right? So you're already you're already you like halfway there. Yeah. So if it was Duo or some Telegram or whatever, third party, uh, just have it show up in here. Maybe a different color, maybe some kind of annotation. I think it would be a really brilliant idea just to streamline it. Have you played with iOS 16 at all? Oh, yeah, I've just updated actually now. Is it 16.6, the developer edition I've just updated to? Um, Eloquence is and fixed. It's not as crackly as it was for you Eloquence users out there. Um, there's still the bug with the enhanced voices where you hear two voices speaking at once, Daniel and, in my case, <laughs> Jamie. If you knock it down to the, not the, the, the top one, but the one underneath, I can't remember what it's called, then that fixes that. But, yeah, I, I actually, I'm quite surprised how... Well, 
we're getting close to the uh, <laughs> to September, so actually, it's pretty damn stable. I do like it. I'm still scared. I'm still kind of on the fence as to whether or not <gasps> I should do. Are, are you using the developer beta or are you using the public beta? Because there I'm are us- two betas. There are. I'm using the developer. Uh, beta. Oh, so you're like ahead of the game for me. Uh, you see, I used to be the guinea pig. I used to be the person that said, ah, beta one, let me put this on my phone. But I stopped for one reason, and that was because <laughs> the timing of the timing of these betas, which was normally the beginning of June when the Worldwide Developers Conference happens, uh, that is my busiest time of year. So June, July, August is like I go nuts. I'm all over the place. I'm out of my house. I'm at events. Yeah. And I kept on putting that beta on my on my device and then realizing while I'm in the middle of an event going, oh my God, this is not the time for me to have a beta on my phone. And then I'd frantically try and revert back, which was, it, it's doable. It's a pain in the butt, but it's doable. Yes. Um, but that's why I stopped doing it. But I think after this weekend, even though we're pretty close to the release, I think, I'm going to I'm gonna jump head first. I have it on, on a test device. I and I must tell you that new lock screen is great. Really? You know what? It's only recently, the last couple of updates, where it's been kind of making sense from a screen reader point of view, from a voiceover point of view. I mean, you could double tap and hold and get into the customization and swipe through, but I couldn't really get to grips with it. Um, But I haven't looked at it again. So um, I do like the ability to customize it. I'm not sure what uh, uh, positives or what advantages it has for me as a screen reader user. Um, But uh, I do like the the new uh, lock screen. Oh, I'll check it out. I was going to say, you've got like a thousand devices, Mark. How do you not have a spare device? I haven't got it on my no, main I have, driver. I have, I have a spare I have a spare iPhone. Yes. Um, I have a spare iPhone, which I have it on. But I still don't like having to carry two devices. It's a pain. It's a pain. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I've just got this one on the coffee table. It's on an iPhone 11, just on the coffee table. And I just, you know, dive into it now and again, go through Facebook. But yeah, it does seem, um, it does seem quite stable and nice. But as I said, we are getting close to final release, right? Yeah, we should. You know what? Is there? Do you have a list of accessibility features in iOS 16 that you're oh, kind thanks, of Mark. You know, putting yeah, that's, together? Oh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, that's great. Why don't you just throw me under the? No, uh... I'm asking you. I, you don't have to have one. <laughs> I it's don't okay. have one, Sean. It's okay to say no. <laughs> Thank you. No, I do not. But of course, uh, where I always check out for the latest beta news when it comes to accessibility bugs or features is AppleViz.com. Great resource there. A P P L E V I S dot com. Check it out. They always do a deep dive into any bugs. And particularly, they don't forget about Braille, which so many of us do, actually, sadly. So check it out. I will. I will check it out right now. But I think you should Good. make your own list, the Sean Priest list. I'm on it. I'm not. Are you? Are you, though? No, I'm not. <laughs> you are listening to Double Tap Canada. I am Marco Flalo, sitting in the hosting chair for Stephen Scott, who is traveling somewhere uh, alongside me, Sean Priest. We're going to take a quick break and come back. Stick around. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. I swear. I swear it is. Stephen Scott's somewhere traveling the world in London, London, Ontario. No, no, London, England. What's he doing there? Do we know what he's doing there? I think we do. We just can't talk about it, right? I'm not it's sure part what of the to secret say. announcement for next week, isn't it? It is. Yes, that's right. Shh. He's on a mission. He's on a mission. Okay, Sean. Well, we'll find out next week. Sean Priest with me. Um, we were talking iOS 16 and AppleViz.com, uh, where they have all the kind of breakdown of all the fun accessibility features. Um, fun. A couple things that I, I noted um, when I was reading the uh, release notes. This is always fun, and it's such a geeky thing to do, is when they release betas of software, they come out with these release notes. It's normally a text document that kind of says, okay, this is what's broken, this is what works, this is what's fixed. We know this doesn't Um, work, don't tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Basically, don't harass us. We know, go away. Um, (laughs) Siri and call support. It's such a small thing. It's such a small thing. But I must tell you, how many times am I sitting in my office doing something on one side of the room with speakerphone on, or maybe it's going through a HomePod, and I want to end a call, and it's my wife. I'm like, you hang up. I can't hang up. And goes, no, I'm not hanging up. I can't hang up either. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we'll just sit here and sing to each other until someone hangs up. Now you can finally end a call. You could, you could say, hey, Siri, um, end a call, and she'll actually end the call. Such small things, but I, I can imagine that's not an easy thing to do. Because suddenly you have to enable 
Siri's ability to recognize the command while you're already using the microphone of the speaker on the device. So uh, little things yeah. like that make life so much easier. Oh, definitely. Um, Stephen and I were talking to someone who uses their screen uh, just through voice control. Uh, you know, with motor difficulties, they can't. They're unable yeah. to use the screen, and they've been calling for this for years. It's one of. It's such a. As you say, it's a small thing that I never even thought of. But they're able to. You know, you can say, "Hey, blah blah." You know, call so and so, and you can even say, "Call so and so via speakerphone or on speakerphone." And, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. You yeah, so that? You, yeah, of course you can. So, oh. you know, you don't even have to touch the phone and just lie on the settee. But there's no way to, or previously, there was no way to end the call. And if you couldn't touch the screen, that was a real issue. So finally, um, it is here. And yeah, it's it's a really cool thing, actually. And the other one that I found exciting, and again, again this is all kind of tied to the phone, was auto answer calls. You can actually now set this up uh, in, a, in a better way to answer incoming calls automatically um you know i was gonna say wasn't that there previously it was there but now you can go into settings and flip on an on-screen toggle so this way it's a lot easier to just kind of set it up and get things going uh, you know some people don't want it to answer all the time and you don't want to have to go into settings this way you could turn it on and off a little bit quicker without having to you know ask oh, you that know, makes anybody sense. for help yeah yeah which is pretty cool and the other one was announcing notifications without earphones so to date you're able to turn on announced notifications. So if you have an earpod in, I don't know. There's a lot of people I know out there who literally have a Bluetooth headset in all the time. There's always an ear in, in their head. There's always something coming out of their ear. I've never been that person. <laughs> Me I want to. I feel like I want to be that person. I want to have my assistant attached to my head. I just don't want the, uh, the uncomfortableness of having that in my ear at all times. But you were able to hear notifications announced in the headphone when it was attached. Obviously, this sucks up some battery life because it kind of keeps that connection going at all times. But uh, now, without you know an ed headphone plugged in, you can actually announce notifications, which I think is pretty cool too. Again, for when your phone's on the other side of the room and and you don't want to have to reach out and figure out what's going on. Hmm. Now I'm split on this because all my notifications are read out, not a problem. Fantastic, in fact. But what is driving me mad is that when I'm sat here, it will keep reading it out so it'll read it out once and then is it a minute later or two minutes later it will read it out again and i know there's going to be a setting in there or something i'm sure there is that will say you know i don't know just read once or don't read when locked i don't know what it is but it's one of those annoyances that i've never sort of fixed i just sort of put up with and say oh this is so annoying because it keeps telling me email from mark email from mark i'm just ignoring it as i always do of course so um Yes, I'm not sure how I feel. Notifications shouting out all the time. I think that's to do with screen lock on my case, though. But um, okay, cool. Do you know what it is as well? Since the headphone jack has gone, I, I barely use headphones. Really? I, 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 it's, I don't know if it's because I haven't really got to grips with... I've got Echo Buds and I've got some cheap, you know, Bluetooth headphones. and I just don't really get on with them. Or they're not charged when I want to use them. Or... I'm terrified that they'll drop out of my ear and I won't be able to find it. As soon as it drops out of my ear, basically it's gone. It's it's just dissolved into nothingness. I'm never going to find it again. So, um, yeah, I just don't. The only pair of ear pods that I've got with the lightning connection, um, they've blown. So they sound absolutely terrible. The oh, time. Really? So I've just got, got used to just sort of sticking the phone itself right in my ear when I'm outside and I want to hear it and just swiping through. So, uh, yeah. On, on speaker? You do it on speaker too? So you're like sticking the bottom speaker right into your ear? I can, yes, yes, I can do, yes. But uh, no, it's strange. Since the headphone jack went and you can't just plug any old, you know, you've got this tangle of headphones in your drawer or whatever. Um, yeah, it did make a difference. It used to be always the blind man costume having a pair of ear pods in. But in my case, no, I don't use them anymore. I feel for you. It's a, it's a sad time, Mark. I'll be honest with you. It is it is a sad time. Any other features on the on the beta that you seem to like that you seem to think are pretty cool? Uh, no, apart from I'll be honest with you, I haven't dug into it that much. I, apart from the voices that I keep looking through, there's new voices and you know, the eloquence, which some people are absolutely loving for the, the the pure speed and understandability at speed with eloquence so that's what really i've eloquence been eloquence is, is a voice is an actual voice the name of a voice it's a well it's a synthesizer and uh and a oh, voice okay. really and it's the one that that jules has been using since the year dot um but <laughs> it's it's one of those where people listen to it 
and they can listen to it like I have no idea. It just sounds like a fly buzzing around, but they can understand it really well at high speed. It's one of those where people can understand it. So it's really popular. And uh, yeah, the first time it's been available on iPhone and people have been loving it. So I've just been checking out, as I said, there's been a few bugs with the voices in the early versions of iOS 16. And uh, they do tend to, they seem like they're sorting them out. So that's the only thing I've really been concentrating on. That sounds bad, but it is. The biggest one that has been coming up, uh, obviously that have been talked about, number one in this latest beta, so beta six, I think it is, you can now put on battery percentage in the actual battery itself. It's a stupid <laughs> setting. You just go to settings, battery, turn on battery percentage. But everybody is raving about the fact that you can do this. You were able to have it in, in previous versions of yes, iOS. Yes, I'm sure they got I rid of it. it. Yeah, no, they've gotten rid of it. It used to be a little percentage that would show up next to the battery. Now they've put it inside the battery icon. So your battery icon will be like white and it'll have black writing that says 100 or 99 or whatever it is. And in dark mode, it'll be the opposite. And this is what everybody's talking about. There's like thousands of new features, like being able to hide your email, being able to recall messages. But yes. people care about the battery percentage. <laughs> I find this absolutely hilarious. Well, I saw a, uh, a story on this, an article, and it's, I think it was on The Verge, and it said the battery percentage is back. It was, hooray, everyone rejoice, but it's hideous. It's like, okay, how bad can it look, a percentage? It, it, you know what? It's it's fine. It just shows how much battery, like at least the, now you have it. It's just, it's just so funny. Just, I can't believe you can actually just, see that. I mean, can you? Because it you can, must you be can. so tiny. It is how tiny. do you it see is tiny. that? Depending on the size of your the size of your device matters. Uh, here's the <laughs> other thing: is that they're they're now saying that iOS 16, um, while we're expecting it obviously to to launch with the new iPhone or whatever will be announced in September, they're saying that on the iPad though it's going to be pushed till October because of the fact that Stage Manager, which is the new multitasking way of doing things that are going to come both to the oh. iPad but also to the Mac OS, is being uh, is being a little bit of a pain in the butt. And it, uh, they might push that to October. But you know what? They've done that before. This is not the first time that they've launched it on um, a far smartphone first and then pushed the iPad release to later in, in the year. No, that's but right. But you know what? It's it's kind of coincided with new new iPad announcements too, right? So yes. there we're, we're likely to see a phone early, like second week of September, which means we'll get it in our hands third week of September. And then two weeks later, they'll have an announcement. And they'll have new iPad updates. And that's when that will hopefully be ready. But I'm looking forward to that. I don't know accessibility-wise, how that's going to fare. Have you tried this on an iPad yet? No, no, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't yeah, had a spare iPad to uh, try the beta on. Uh, being Apple, I'm, you know, I'm confident that the stage manager will be accessible. I'm just not entirely sure how much quicker it will be or how useful it will be if it is accessible. But the, the way it works with stacks on the left, is it? And I, yeah, I, that's exactly it. Yeah, they organize your apps in stacks based on what's on your screen um, on the left side of the screen, kind of on this angled kind of mode. And you just kind of switch between stacks. And when you click another stack, the, all the apps that might be open in that stack open up. Uh, I mean, App Switcher works really well for me, uh, to, to, or even the four-finger swipe to switch between apps. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a totally new feature and a new way of doing things. So, um, But as I said, the cool thing and why we give Apple so much um, leeway is because I'm pretty sure it's going to be accessible. Of course it's going to be accessible. It because, is, I mean, yes. It's in their DNA. Come on. Yes, yes. What are you talking about here? God bless them. Um, uh, and there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. There was um, there was stage event. Oh, the home, the smart home. I mean, it's getting a major upgrade in iOS 16, which is pretty cool. And really, the upgrade is all about organization of the content. So when you go to the home app, instead of just having to pick a room and figure out what's in that room, you're able to create almost like its own home screen within the home app. So you can customize rooms and devices and cameras, and you can create multi-camera views. It's pretty cool. It's a whole streamlined interface. Again, I don't know on the accessibility side of things how it's going to fare, but I can tell you that visually it's quite appealing, and it is uh, it is more logical in terms of the layout. So I can't imagine that it's going to be a difficult thing for, for voiceover to navigate. I think it might make it a lot easier to control those devices in your home. I'm sure it will be, but again, Apple HomeKit, you know, they've, they've missed the boat on that. Mark, I know you're a fan. I know you're all, you know, you're bought in, but no, 
they've missed it until matter maybe matter is the changing point and maybe that's why the home kit or the home app has had some love maybe uh, but home kit on itself it's too exclusive it, it shut everyone out sorry but no no mark i don't i don't know what's happening here but like your your home kit stuff was just it's so it's more expensive for one thing, obviously, because you know you got to sort of buy oh, in to be in that club. It's just no, I'm sorry, you know, with things like Zigbee and you know, all the smart, the Wi-Fi smart things. No, HomeKit for me, it just it missed the boat. The only thing that can save it, as I said, is Matter. So the Matter is the new protocol where they can all talk to each other. So it doesn't matter really what you buy or what you're controlling it with. You know, you can only control this smart device with your Google Home or your Lady A or your iPhone, all those days should be over. So maybe then, because I would love to be able to ask Siri or use my smartwatch to control some of my light bulbs or my central heater or whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, we will see. Matter is the answer. I think you're going to change your mind. I think you're going to see the new home app in iOS 16. You're going to play with it. You're going to wait a second. I think you're wrong. This is actually this is actually something that I could start using. No, 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 no. Yes, the home app may be absolutely amazing. I'm not arguing with you on that. What I'm saying is, I'm not going to go out and spend an extra twenty pounds or twenty dollars, forty. You're not going to have to. You're not going to have to on a HomeKit accessible device. I'm not talking to you anymore. Right. Thank you. <laughs> this is Double Tap Canada. He is Sean Priest. I'm Marco Flatlow, sitting in the hosting chair for Stephen Scott, who is uh, traveling. We we should just say that he's no longer with us this week. Oh no, you can't. You can't mean? say that. No, <laughs> no, no. Was that phrased incorrectly? Uh, Does yes. that infer that he's died? No, he's no, stop he's, it. <laughs> he's still with us. Hopefully. He's still with us. He's just not here today. <laughs> He'll be here next week. Got an exciting announcement coming up next week. Uh, we're involving the future of this program. <gasps> Oh, it was fun while it lasted. No, it's going to be fun. I promise you. You don't like more work, do you? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back after this. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now back to the show. Sean, if I just said, okay, you 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 pick up what we're going to talk about next, would you would you freak out or would you just like? Um, have, have you bought anything this uh, week? Um, oh, see that this is my Achilles heel. No, I never buy anything ever, ever at all, ever. So no, I haven't. We bought should it. give you, we should give you like a corporate credit card. <gasps> well, and give you a limit. Give you a limit. Say, okay, your limit uh, is this week. Uh, we'll make up some kind of limit, and uh, and we should say, okay, go buy, and you have to every single week prior to the show buy something. Funnily enough, Mark, I wouldn't be against that idea. I think, I think that's a beautiful idea. Really? Let's, let's make really? that happen. Okay. What would you buy this week if that... You know what? This is even more of a fun game. <laughs> let's pretend that you have that card, but you don't. Um, what would you have bought this week? Well, I'll tell you what I would have bought because we are starting a four-day uh, health warning heat uh, thing. Uh, it's absolutely red hot. So I would warning heat thing. Okay. Health warning. Yes, there's a there's an alert. It's going to be hot. It's, it's going to be, be hot. hot. In there's a heat wave. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Heat wave. So, uh, and I am boiling in this here shed. I would buy a portable air conditioner. Now, I know that's boring, Mark, all right? I know before you say it, because all you Canadians all have it built into the house and everything. Over here, we don't. It's all a new thing. We just have central heating all the time. But um, Why Why is that? Just because climate, I guess, historically hasn't gotten It's never that hot it's just in a, the UK. Yeah. Simple as that. Really? We've no, no need for it. But, oh, wow. Recently, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, I think I would try and find an accessible, mind you, you know, via the app control uh, on the smartphone, mm-hmm. I would want a uh, air con. Does that exist, Mark? You probably got one. They do. They have accessible uh, air cons depending well, on ones. shapes and sizes. Well, mine's accessible because it's, I have an Echo B thermostat and it's tied to my whole house. But as you said, it's a very different landscape there. It is. I know Stephen's getting something installed in his office because he just has too much stuff in there. So regardless of the heat wave, it just gets too hot. He may start fusion anytime now because of the heat generated by all his tech in his drawers. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, he's getting aircon installed just in the one room. Yeah, that's a pretty. I think he has it in another room, doesn't he? 
No, I don't think no, so. Doesn't. He's, I think really? he does have a he has a portable one because I kept trying to steal it. Like off the him. one he wears around his neck that blows air up. And, yeah, is that's, that no, portable sorry. in your mind? No, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. No, he I, likes that. He swears by it. I, I don't know. You know what? Uh, they do make they do make um, a smart Wi-Fi controlled portable air conditioners. They make the floor standing ones that have like a pipe that you have to exhaust somewhere. That's right. That's yeah. the problem. You have to exhaust the fumes somewhere. That's what you got to figure out. Mm-hmm. And and you want to get one that's also dripless that doesn't have to have a, a pipe out for water Oof. because you don't want to have to deal with that. I've yeah, totally that... gone off the idea. That's too much trouble. Forget it. Do you have a window in your shed? I don't. I'm in a windowless void. So you would have to find some way to exhaust that. I mean, you could just bring it back into the shed and just breathe it in i mean it can't be too bad for you right yes we're not medical men and uh (laughs) please do not try this at home yeah do not try this at home mark is absolutely insane he must have air conditioning in his office that is exhausting into the room he can't think straight yeah thinking about actually i don't know what i would buy even if i had the corporate credit card gorgeous in double tap colors of course i'm not entirely sure maybe i think i would get because um, we're we're due the next iPhone pretty soon, I'm not sure about that. To be honest, I'm not. No, excited. weekly. You have a weekly. You have a weekly. Oh yeah, allotment. of course, weekly. Yeah, that, I, honestly, I'm not entirely sure. There's nothing I want to. I I am quite tempted by the uh, by the Mac Mini with the Apple Silicon. I must admit, Mac Mini, the Mac Mini. Wow, yeah. you're just you're just eons, eons, eons behind everybody else. I, no, 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 no. I, I, you know, I'm not into laptops. I don't travel that much. Is a lap? If you don't travel, do you really yeah, prefer yes. a laptop over a? No. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to go back to the days of the beige towers with you know the CD drives in them and the awfulness. I had like a six foot massive aluminium one with red lights all over it when I was uh, a younger geek. But um, no, I don't want to go back to that. But you know, a nice plug-in computer. I do like. And the Mac Mini, let's be honest, is a beautiful one. And with Stephen getting into his Windows 11 for ARM and running that in his virtual machine on his Mac Mini, I've got to say, I'm a little bit jealous because he seems to be having a uh, great experience with it. Well, you know, I'm all, I'm all about a good desktop, especially if you're not moving around too much. But I am, I must say, so I ordered the M2 MacBook Air oh. from, Co- from Costco because Costco has... The best return policy in the world, mm. 90 days. They do great cakes means as well, apparently. They do really good cakes, good bread, too. It smells wonderful. Lots of them, yeah. Um, I'm currently actually setting up, and I, by the way, I, I must admit, I never knew that you could do this, but I know that you can restore a time machine back up to a new Mac if you want to do that way. I know that you can set up it, uh, set it up as a new Mac and download stuff from iCloud and reinstall stuff that way. I never knew you could actually use a thing called Migration Assistant and literally oh. plug in one computer to another with a lightning cable or do it over Wi-Fi and actually copy everything over. It is copying right now. Thankfully, uh, I don't have that much Four on weeks my MacBook later. Pro. No, no, it, 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 it takes like an hour. Well, it that's is not fast. Bad. That's it cool. It copies application installations, your documents, Dropbox, your system configuration. Everything will copy so that when it's done, you open the lid and it's just like your other computer. No after activating that software cool. or anything. It is quite impressive. And and they've I know you know, I should have known that this was so doable because it, they've made it that easy to switch phones these days. You can either, you know, plug your phone into another phone uh, and just do I've it. Had hit and miss results with that. When's one the last you... time you tried it though? Um no, a few months ago with the um you know where you point one phone at your old phone and then it just says we're transferring it across and you're never quite sure. No, you oh, did a Wi-Fi over Wi-Fi. Yes, though, yes, right? and the screen That's a locks. Difference. You need a cable. Mm, yes, okay, fair enough. Lightning to lightning. Yeah. So now, now I'm looking. By the way, it says about eight hours remaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, it just dropped it's so to quick. six. Hang on, six hours and a half. Six and a half hours. <laughs> Never look at it. That's the secret. And it's transferring at 157 megabytes per second. You think it would be faster, but I guess that's Thunderbolt four on the new laptops and Thunderbolt three on the other ones, right? Yeah, so it yeah. shouldn't be. Yeah. What cable are you using? Are you using a Thunderbolt bolt four? I'm using a cable Thunderbolt cable. Oh, okay. Cable. All right, all right. I'm okay. That's fine. I wonder if I plug in like two cables. If like, it will double the speed. <laughs> it's funny though oh, because hang on, two oh. hours now. Well done. You're you're a hero. The thing is, I, I every time I do the um 
the beater. I always back up. I do this every time, and I did it this time as well, and I always kick myself. I back up my um, iPhone before I do the beater. And then, of course, if I try and restore it back on after I've done the beater, it says, well, th- this was for a different version. So you can't restore the backup from iCloud. Or, hang on. It should allow you to restore from an older version, shouldn't it? Uh, no, I don't think I've had it the does. opposite happen. I've had the opposite where I've done a backup on, on the beta. I'm trying to think go... which way round I've done it now because you may be right. No, no, I think, yeah, I think I've done a backup. Right. So, for example, I'll do a backup on iOS 16 now, and then I'll, I'll go to another phone that doesn't have iOS 16 yet. And <laughs> so, it says, nope. sorry, we can't restore that yet. <laughs> we need to update your phone, but that's, of course, not available yet. But the other way around, I feel like you should be able to restore a backup from I don't think it does no I, I think it's got to be for that version I, I don't think oh. well, 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 well the, our listeners will let us know if uh, who is right I believe I'm right Mark I'm gonna say it but uh no I honestly can't remember but the thing is like a migration would make much more sense right let's not worry about trying to what version it is just copy over my settings copy over my apps uh, and if it's encrypted, as Apple does, you know, you could copy over the passwords for everything as well. Um, why does it care what version I'm on? Well, because there's things in that don't work on the new version or the old version, I guess. And I don't mm. know. You make a, you know, call support and tell All me right, what the sorry. answer is. Yes, what I'm saying is migration would be the, the better answer, I think, than actually doing iCloud backups all the time. Anyhow, so saying. I bought the M2, the M2 uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Air. Um, I'm loving the size of it. It's really portable and nice. Oh, you've I actually got it. No, no, I got it. I'm actually doing oh. the migration now. I'm not lying. I actually got it. Uh, it took like two weeks to get to me, but that's fine. You got 90 days. This is why I like Costco because you can really, it's not like 15 days, which is basically barely enough time to really figure out if a laptop is going to be good for you. Yes. Um, but if this one, you know, the screen isn't as bright as the Pro. It doesn't have as many ports. doesn't have the SD card reader. Um, it's really going to be for when I do travel, which is not not as much anymore, and and for just doing stuff around the house when I'm not down at my desktop. Well, so I think I, it might it might be perfect for my needs. Yeah, no, I get it, but doing things around the house really. How often do you actually use it for that? How often do you use your laptop? I often, say, well, no, I, in I, I bed like sitting or up, on the setting no, no, or... all the time. Really, all the time. I'm never okay. using it in my office because I have a, a big boy computer here. But when I'm upstairs <laughs> with the kids and they're playing around doing stuff, or I'm in the kitchen and I'm doing stuff with my wife or, you know, I always take out the laptop. That's where I get stuff done at night. Mm, okay, I'll give you that. I've got a laptop in the house and uh, I use it for, you know, if I've had enough of being sat in here and I want to do uh, continue and edit, then I'll sit at the exactly. dining room. Yeah, but I'll sit at the dining room table and I'll do it. I can't. I just can't use it sat on the settee or led in bed. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. You no, gotta I'm, be... not, I'm not doing full editing in bed, but I'm doing some stuff if I have to, you know, just small things. Well, all the all the small things I do on my smartphone. That was me singing, by the way. Okay, I do, yeah. Well, uh, your you. small things are obviously a bit smaller than mine. Okay, bit personal. Anyhow, the other thing I bought uh, because I uh, because of this MacBook, you know, the, it never ends, right? Um, is a <laughs> SanDisk SSD, the extreme portable SSD. I don't know if you've ever seen this. It looks like a really miniature iPhone in terms of the size and nice rounded corners mm-hmm. and has a cutout, an orange cutout that looks like almost like for a carabiner. Yes. Um, super rugged. This is, device is super rugged. It's like IP68 waterproof and all this fun stuff. Super fast as well. It's as fast as the small Samsung T5s. Ah, I'm that's sure the ones I'm the thinking Samsung of, the T5s, yeah, yes. And it's it's full Thunderbolt, uh, Thunderbolt 3, I believe it is, or USB 3, depending on obviously how you plug it into but it's as small. It's rubberized. It's great. I got a two terabyte version because it uh, because yeah, I mean I need to store at least a bunch of projects on the go. And this <sighs> MacBook has I think it I think it's five hundred and twelve gigs. I don't even know. And that's the why I like testing it out at Costco first. Figure out what I need is a computer good enough for me, and then I'll go ahead and customize one and order it with the faster hard drive and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but I hate to ask, how much was that? SSD, external um, SSD. The SSD? Oh, hang on. Now, now Two terabytes. On You'd think it would be a lot, but it actually, the price is $500, I would say. No, it was way less than that. Wow. Okay. It, it might have been $500 when I first when I first looked at these devices. Well, those T5s aren't cheap, right? But, 290 I mean... Oh, okay. That's not 290. bad. And the T5, uh, let's see, because I think I bought it on Amazon. The T5, when I bought it, um, oh, it doesn't show me the price when I bought it, but it's going to show me the price now. Two forty nine. It's actually cheaper. 
That's uh, one terabyte, though. That's one yeah, terabyte. Yeah. Oh, well, there you if go. I wanted, yeah, if I wanted a two terabyte version of the T5, I don't even think they have it, to be perfectly honest. Hang on. It's funny, though, right? Everything's got to be SSD now. But as soon as you go back to a 7200 RPM HD, it feels like you've gone back in time. It feels like you're oh, Jurassic yeah. parking it. It's absolutely so the, mental. So two terabyte version of the Samsung is 321. Um, one terabyte is 190 if you want. And the SanDisk um, also makes a four terabyte version. Wow. Okay, here we go. Four terabyte version, SanDisk four terabyte. It is 584, double the price. Yeah. That's because it's top of the line, right? What's the, what's the top of the line in an HD now? Are we still talking 16 terabytes in the um, normal HD? Is that the biggest you can get? I'm pretty sure you can go higher than that now, but 16 was at one point pretty the, the highest you can go. But what, what what would you use the SSD? So what's the point of a... Because when I think of an external drive, it's always for archiving, right? For keeping my Dropbox on, for keeping my collection of MP3s or whatever it may be on. Um, I, I use these portal ones for shuttling files back and forth. So I was at an event last weekend here in Montreal. I was shooting a lot of footage. And, you know, I, I, I basically take everything from the SD cards and I pop it on the SSD. And I go give it to my video editor and I keep a copy for myself if I need to. But really just shuttling files back and forth. What's wrong with a 64 gig uh, pen drive like the rest of us, Mark? 64 gig? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go mad. That's, 128 one, that's gig. one three minute 4K video file. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. There is a specific use case for these. Okay, so, you know, just you... All right, I'll let you off. Well done. Um, Thank you. And I bought some SD cards. SD cards prices are dropping. You always need SD cards. They die pretty quick. They are awful, SD cards. I'm sorry. They are the worst designed thing ever. The the amount of times (laughs) I've pushed it in the wrong way around or into the casing instead of the actuals. No, it's not good. I've got SD cards rattling around in things since two years ago where I pushed them in the wrong place. Stop it. You'd think that they would learn from, you know, connectors. I mean, look at the lightning connector. Look at the USB-C connector. Reversible. You can stick it in any way you want. Yet they're still building these cards that you have to put it in a specific direction. It's, and the yeah, only way to exactly. identify it is a little notch on one corner, which is wonderful. You know how the SD card is positioned, but the device you're going into, nothing is standard. Yep. There's no standardized no way. Idea. Oh, up, right, left, right. And, I, and the only way they indicate it is a tiny little icon that you can barely visible yep. w- with good eyesight, let alone low vision. You have no idea. I feel your pain, man. I know. And you got to push it right in with your fingernail and to make it click and lock in place, and it springs out a little bit. And if you're pushing it in the wrong place, of course, you're just pushing it deeper in, and it's just an absolute nightmare. They're all evil, and I'm against them. Wow, that's just... Thank you. That's just, Thank wow. you. No more SD cards. It's just a oh, terrible idea, old-fashioned. What do you need them for? I, I, I have no <laughs> idea, but I'm going to figure it out. You know what? Let's take a, a quick break. Oh, I forgot. We, we didn't talk about the biggest news of the week. <gasps> so let's take a quick break, oh. and we're going to come back. And we're going to talk about the biggest news of the week. And no, it's not what Stephen Scott bought. And yes, he's still alive. Hooray! This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Marco Flalo sitting in the hosting chair for uh, Stephen Scott, who is uh, still alive and somewhere in London. Um, Sean Breeze by my side. Still alive. Good you to have be to here. listen to the Still whole show alive. to understand that I said he may not be with us anymore. Uh, but that's okay. It is all okay. Uh, <sighs> Samsung, the biggest news of this week, Samsung unveiled. Normally they do this right after Mobile World Congress back in March, but they waited till a couple weeks before Apple is expected to announce no. some stuff. Some new flagship devices, including their Galaxy Z Flip 4, which <gasps> is uh, that foldable clamshell design. $9.99 US dollars. I say US dollars because they haven't announced Canadian pricing yet, but we will get that for you by next week. I promise you. Um, you know, it looks pretty much the same as the old one. Nice flat edges, 6.7 inch screen with 120 hertz variable refresh rate. Yeah. Uh, they're saying it's 45% stronger thanks to changes in the changes in the display structure. I swear I'm not reading this. Um, <laughs> IPX8 which I guess is is kind of water resistant, <laughs> I, I, to, to uh, but not dust resistant. Is. Okay, it, it's a rating. It's a rating. I um, know, but they don't seem to make any sense. You got sixty eight, and then you got eight, and then you got seven. You got I, I, okay. the six. You know what the it's uh, 
we can talk about this next week because I'll Sorry. research it a bit more. Thank you. But the so it's IP and the first number represents one thing. I think it's dust, and the second number represents the water. So oh. uh, this means there's no dust resistance, but there's water resistance to a certain level. That yeah. being said, in a device that has physical hinges and stuff like this, I would not bring that anywhere near a body of water. Oh my god, can you imagine sand? <laughs> the sand in the IP68. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, no. 3,700 milliamp battery, so it gets a little boost, 500 milliamps from last year's model, uh, faster charging up to 25 watts, up from 15. Wow. Wireless charging is still 10 watts, so it's still it's still pretty good. Um, I'm anxious to see hands-on reviews and see what people are really are really thinking about with this one because it's going to be really interesting. Then you've got the new Galaxy Z Fold 4, a uh, little bit better, same kind of processor bumps and speed bumps. Seventeen ninety nine US dollar price tag. That's going to be. Yeah, I thought these would be cheaper, guys. Really? Why? And guys, no one I else is doing me. folding. Who else is doing <laughs> folding? Yeah, I. You know, and and this is they're they're not talking about any other phones that don't fold, which is uh, the interesting one here. Well, my uh, my Sarah, my partner, went into town the other day, and uh, she had to go into a phone shop for for a friend. And she went in, and I got to say, she came back and said, I want the Z Flip. It's an amazingly beautiful phone. And she cares less about phones, right? But there's something about the clamshell, the flip design. People are loving it. I don't, listen, I love it as well. I think it's a really cool design. I think it's very retro. It brings me back to my my youth, but it's still, I don't know, durability really bothers me there. I, I agree. Really I agree. But we're on generation four of these already. I, that still blows my mind. I can. Yeah, the first one didn't really count. Okay. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it <laughs> made it to reviewers' hands, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of true. But still, I mean, yeah. You know, when you can think of the competition, no one else is anywhere near Samsung when it comes to foldable yet. Yeah. I mean, I wonder I, if that's there for a reason. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good <laughs> good thing or a bad thing, really. Galaxy Watch 5 starting at $279.99 US dollars and up to $449 for the Galaxy Watch 5 Pro. Five. Um, uh, round design, nothing really kind of crazy that, that blows my mind. It's difference between the Pro and, and the normal. Sorry, uh, Pro comes in a single size, 45 millimeters, a little bit bigger. Hmm. Um, they all have a 1.18 gigahertz uh, processor, 1.5 gigs of RAM, 16 gigs of internal storage. Yeah. Uh, Just size. Better sensors, uh, ECG, uh, GPS, uh, contactless payments, optional LTE, Bluetooth 5.2, Wi-Fi. They also feature uh, IP68 dust and water resistance. Um, nice designs. Like they, When it comes to the round watches, they've really, you know, I, I'd say they're up there with Garmin. Garmin really does a beautiful job at these watches. But um, Yes, but they're but not Samsung, accessible. Come on, Garmin. Put your no one, that's out. it. Thank you. That's it. Um, they're going to ship with the One UI Watch uh, 4.5 op- operating system, which is you know still that round operating system, which I still can't get my head around. It just it doesn't it doesn't logically make sense. It doesn't flow very well. Mm. So let it be what it is. Let it be. But would you? I mean, they, I mean these tend to work with with no, you know iOS no. devices. They're cross compatible. Yeah. No, you... no. Are they though? It's a bit like the the headphones, right? It talks about the Galaxy Buds working with an iPhone and the AirPods working with an Android phone. Technically, you can just connect them, but some things there's so many of the cool features that don't work when you're using them outside of the ecosystem. I'm not entirely sure if it's worth it, and I think it's the same with the smartwatches. And after Stephen absolutely destroyed the accessibility on the uh, Galaxy Watch 4 Classic, said how terrible it was. It's going to take a lot for me to actually uh, take a look even, I think, at the uh, the, the new ones. Unless Final announcement. One. Final announcement from Samsung's Unpacked event. Uh, Galaxy Buds 2 Pro, more comfortable design, hi-fi audio. You can pre-order them starting today for $229, the same price as their entry-level watch. Hmm. Interesting. Availability wow. on August 26th. You know what? I didn't tell you the availability on the other devices. I'm going to have to pull that up right now. Um, anytime soon. Anytime. Just keep checking. Coming, coming soon to a theater near you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, August 26th for the Z Flip 4 and August 26th for the Fold. So everything August 26th, you can pre-order that. Now, uh, that's a lot, of, a lot of money for those devices, but we'll definitely have to make a little purchase to get our hands on and tell you all about the accessibility features on these. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's nice to have a smaller package in your pocket. 
Wow, that sounded really Wow, bad. okay. Uh, must be coming up to the end of the show. It's great to have you, Mark. Thank you very much. I don't it was know. nice doing the show. It was really good to be here. <laughs> I'm happy to have been involved all these years. When it comes and... to Samsung, right, the prices are what they are. Samsung do gorgeous, delicious, I mean, just sexy hardware, right? The phones are gorgeous. Yep. The watches are gorgeous. And even, I expect, the earbuds are gorgeous. I don't know. I've never looked at them. But but still, you you um, you um say you pay a certain price when it comes to Samsung because you're getting bleeding-edge technology. And I think everyone understands that. They save the best for themselves, you know. The best screens are always – that's yep. what it blows my mind. You turn on the screen of these devices, and the second you, you see the, the white writing on, on the black background, you're like, okay, yeah, they did something different here. This is definitely definitely different uh, different the technology. It's a different class, yeah. I, I can still yeah, remember it's... seeing my first Samsung OLED display, and, and you know, the, the, the crispness the – crisp – oh, hang on – crispness of the text on there. You know, even when I was zoomed in – Yes, thank you. It was, uh, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Oversaturated, some people say, you know, overplayed a little bit, but still, yeah, Samsung knows their display uh, technology. So which one are you going to buy? Absolutely none. I would, uh, you know what? But you have a weekly allowance. Oh, okay, sorry. I am buying the Z Flip. I don't fancy the fold. Too big for the pocket. Z Flip, on the other hand, takes me back to the early 90s, flipping and the clamshells and all that. Great. Uh, so definitely, I would try the Z Flip. I, I, I can see me using that one, even if it's Android. Even if it's Android. I just put that in for Steven because he's not here. Wow. Well, he's not here to defend himself. Yes. Or Android or yeah. iOS. <laughs> like he would defend Android. Are we talking about speaking the same of, Steven? Speaking of Steven Scott, he'll be back next week, hopefully, because we've got a very exciting announcement that has to do with the, the future of this show and uh, the whole Double Tap kind of brand that we're putting together mm. here. Lots mm. of Philosophy. really cool like things upcoming. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. I like talking over you. Double Mark, Tap sorry. Lifestyle. Ooh. Yeah. It's wow, a new range like coming soon. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, so do stick around. Thank you, Sean Priest. I am Mark Aflalo. Thank you. Stephen Scott back next week along with some really cool stuff. This has been Double Tap Canada. Please uh, do get involved and get in touch, and we'll chat with you again uh, next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.